Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, June 16th. And on the podcast, we're going to take a look at yesterday's Zoom media availabilities for Don Sweeney and Cam Neely, recapping what they had to say about another second round playoff exit, as well as the outlook for the offseason. Before we get to that, I just want to let you know this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. I should also mention that we are continuing the podcast Monday through Friday throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs, which are ongoing without our Boston Bruins, sadly. Uh, So please do uh, hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, Rating and reviewing would also be very much appreciated. On Twitter, you can find the podcast at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, we're Locked On Bruins, and you can find me and my hockey tweets and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Now, let's get right into it, shall we? And Cam Neely came out yesterday and said the exact direction of the Bruins offseason will depend largely on whether the club can re-sign unrestricted free agents David Krejci, Tuka Rask, and Taylor Hall. He said we have some holes if we can't get those guys signed, and that will certainly dictate what direction we may have to go in. He did add, he can tell us this. He knows Marchand and Bergeron understandably would like the Bruins to take another run. If they get the pieces signed that they'd like to, it's worth taking one more shot at it here. The one more for me was pretty key. Uh, Obviously, Patrice Bergeron is an unrestricted free agent next summer. Um, I would expect that he'd be back, that he wouldn't just retire. I I certainly don't expect him to play for another team. Uh, But that one more run at it, or one more shot at it, stood out to me from this availability. Uh, You know, a rebuild or retool could be on the way uh, sooner than later. And one of the reasons why... The rebuild may be a bit steeper for the Bruins than it could or should have been is uh, the fact that they kind of whiffed at the 2015 NHL draft and Cam Neely on Wednesday for the first time that I can recall kind of you know admitted not as much but admitted that um, you know perhaps the best possible picks weren't made. He said, I've looked back at that a lot. I think the timing of when we hired Don and then the draft was taking place would have been good, I think, to have a little bit more time between the hiring and the draft. If you recall, uh, Don Sweeney was named general manager very soon before the 2015 NHL draft. And Neely said, you know, not to say that Don wasn't involved in the amateur meetings, but he wasn't involved at the time, most of the time thinking that he was making the picks. Don did everything he needed to leading up to that draft to get three first-round picks. 
the moves that he made were really good and poised to set us up for the future. Uh, one of those moves was trading Dougie Hamilton to the Calgary Flames. The other uh, was uh, Lucic to the Kings. I didn't love the Dougie Hamilton trade, but I did think the Lucic trade was very forward-thinking, uh, smart for them to uh, trade him as he was a bit of a declining asset instead of you know um, having to re-sign him and being stuck with that contract, one that they eventually pretty much gave to David Backus, but that's another story. Uh, we all know the Bruins drafted uh, Jacob Borrell, Jake DeBrusque, and Zach Sinitian. Passed on players like uh, Matthew Barzal, Kyle Connor, Thomas Shabbat, uh, Brock Besser, Travis Konechny, all guys who went later in the first round. Sebastian Ajo has turned into a very good player for the Carolina Hurricanes. And uh, Neely said, you know, looking back, the guys that put the list together, maybe during that time, they should have taken some more time out. Uh, they tried to move up in the draft that year. They were really high on Noah Hannafin. They still are, I believe. Um, but that didn't work out. Probably should have taken the time out and really digested the list a little bit more. There was a pick that one of our scouts really thought the player wouldn't be available in the second round. I'm assuming that's Zach Sinitian. Obviously, hindsight is everything we'd all love to have moving forward and thinking about making different decisions or better decisions you can always do that in every draft, though, no matter where you pick and how many picks you have, which is certainly true. The Bruins aren't the only example of teams that, you know, fail to maximize their draft picks, certainly. Um, I think of, you know, the Islanders, Michael Dalcole at number five, David Pasternak went 25th uh, the year before, but still, it would have positioned the Bruins for less of a rebuild or retooling project here coming up if they had selected you know a couple more of those players who have made a huge impact so far here in the NHL uh, to be fair Jacobs Borrell was a pretty highly rated defenseman there still could be something there uh, but Jake DeBrusque and certainly Sinitian were reaches at their respective spots at any rate, uh, Don Sweeney did concede that they have to continue to add to their group. You can't expect to bring back the band together if it wasn't able to compete and accomplish the ultimate goal in the last couple years. They've been extremely close on several occasions. Having won it in 2011, they put themselves back into a position to compete for it, and ultimately that's what they really ask for. They ask you as an organization to surround them with quality people like themselves that can elevate their game and grow. Obviously referring to Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Tugarask, uh, David Krejci. Those are the remaining anchors from the 2011 team. Can they continue to do it? He said the tread of the tires, you don't get to swap that out. Uh, like I said, I've been watching that F1 series lately, so that uh, metaphor pretty relevant to me right now. Uh, it's going to drop off. The performance level of several of the guys we've discussed has been pretty damn proficient over the years, and we've been fortunate in that regard. They play hard. They want to win. Ultimately, they want to be surrounded by good players, good teammates, and that's what we're going to try and continue to do. Now, Sweeney does have his work cut out for him as the Bruins enter the offseason, coming off 
the second consecutive second round defeat. Uh, two years removed from a trip to the Stanley Cup final, the Bruins are committed to uh, competing for another championship with Marchand and Bergeron leading the way. But, of course, uh, re-signing Krejci, Hall, and Rask, certainly key to those efforts. And not only that, but they have to supplement the top dogs with some, uh, you know, formidable talent to get the job done. Uh, Charlie Coyle, Don Sweeney said, is an example of that. He came in and has done a good job. He kind of tailed off here this season. Uh, The third and fourth line did not contribute much in the way of offense. And Sweeney did say that Charlie Coyle will have a maintenance procedure in the offseason to deal with an undisclosed issue. So obviously he was playing a bit banged up. Um, So that was kind of a revelation from these availabilities as well. Uh, He did point to David Pasternak, Charlie McAvoy. These are obviously great examples of players selected on draft day that were big hits for the Bruins. Uh, They're elite can drive and help supplement the group. I would say, you know, they are the core group moving forward. And Sweeney said the management has to continue to find the right pieces to surround all those guys if they continue playing. Uh, There is a natural progression, like I said, already underway within the Bruins dressing room as a younger core begins to kind of assert themselves. That would be McAvoy, Pasternak, uh, he also pointed out Brandon Carlo and Matt Grizzlick into a more leading role. I would argue there's certainly a need to find that next franchise or at least elite level center to replace Bergeron and Krejci. You know, within the next couple of years, those guys likely won't be around anymore, and you need to get that uh, high end center if you want to uh, compete at the NHL level or compete in the playoffs. I've always said you need, you know, strong elite player down the middle, an elite defenseman, and an elite goalie. Um, time will tell if the Bruins are able to transition from this core to the next with those pieces in place uh, without much of a drop-off. Before we get to more of what Sweeney and Neely had to say, I just want to talk a bit more about locker room. You can get in on the conversation with the Locker Room app. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. It's free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting Locker Rooms for Locked On Bruins once a week, and you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Again, go to the Locker Room app, Currently available on all iOS devices and a beta version on uh, Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at LockedOnBruins to be notified when my room goes live. Can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Bruins. I'll see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar and it comes in 9 delicious flavors. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out. There's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. 
And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. Most of the flavors have about 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Now, right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So to recap what we have talked about so far, Don Sweeney, Cam Neely acknowledge that, you know, they want to take at least one more shot at the cup with Bergeron and Marchand playing at high levels. Uh, They'd like to re-sign Krejci, Rask, and Hall to that end. And they need to complement these players with supplemental and effective players. guys who can help them get to that level where they want to be. Cam Neely said the club has to take a hard look at the roster this summer if they expect to contend for a Stanley Cup next season. I don't think we can look at the roster now when you lose in the second round and say you can compete for a Stanley Cup, he said. Players that are on the roster that are coming back certainly need to improve, need to get more out of the third and fourth line, The second line didn't get enough of in the last series. We have to look at improving our roster to improve our chances to win a cup. Neely admitted they've had a pretty good stretch here, where they've gotten to the finals a couple other times, 2013, 2019, just haven't been able to close the door. We've got to take a hard look at our roster this summer. It ticks off one year older, and that's something we're looking at. What do we need to do? For this next wave here, it's something we have to work towards this offseason. And again, that's kind of where those whiffs at 2015 really come back to bite you. Because right now you could have, you know, Barzal, Connor, Shabbat as key building blocks for the future. Obviously, that would have changed uh, the last several years for the Bruins. Not everybody who is on the roster would, would be there. Um, so it's not just, uh, you know, if these guys are on and they win here because everything stays the same, that's obviously not true, but, uh, at the same time, you'd love to have that high end talent on the roster. They have to target some areas and expect some improvement in some players that they would admit and did admit that they fell short in. You could probably put, you know, Jake DeBrusque on that list. Uh, some of the younger defensemen who kind of failed to, assert themselves as full-time regular NHLers. But again, this team is close and, or has been close at the very least. I don't know if they are still close. You know, they beat a good Carolina team a couple years ago. They beat a good Washington team um, this year. But again, couldn't get past the Lightning and the Islanders, the two teams who are currently in the Final Four playing one another for a chance to Uh, compete for the Stanley Cup. One big area of need that both Sweeney and Neely acknowledged is uh, on the left side of the defense. You need a minute-munching, shutdown kind of guy or someone who can really uh, help propel the offense. So that will be a big source of, uh, you know, research for this team this summer, who they can add on the left side to become uh you know or solidify the top four at the very least they'd still like to sign mike riley Uh, perhaps he'd be better served as a third pair defenseman 
Uh, I would love to see a guy like Alec Martinez from Vegas jump over, but he will be in very high demand. Uh, so we'll see what they're able to do there. But the priorities at the moment are re-signing Krejci, re-signing Rask, re-signing Hall, and uh, kind of going from there, I guess. Don Sweeney did say that they won't make any announcements on signings prior to the expansion draft. That will obviously be another key component to their um, off-season planning. And he did say that you know they're going to give Krejci some time to evaluate what he wants to do with you know his kind of uh, goal of finishing his career in the Czech Republic. Does that begin now? Does he want to stay for a couple more years and then make that move? Uh, and then when it comes to Hall, there certainly does seem to be some mutual interest, and uh, they'll go from there. But I would be very disappointed if they aren't able to find some common ground and get something done. And finally, uh, the goaltending was a big point of conversation yesterday. Um, will the Bruins roll with Swayman and Vladar to start the season, or will they uh, sign a goalie to help carry the load until Tuka Rask is available? Uh, Sweeney said, we have to make a decision. If we're going to go to market and bring in a player we feel is ahead of those two players, certainly from an experience standpoint, or do we roll the dice a little bit, allow those guys to see if they can handle the workload, which is a tall task. Make no mistake about it, it is a tall task. At the moment, it would seem as though it would be Vladar on the NHL roster for sure. There's some talk of putting Swayman to the AHL to giving him full-time starter role down there. Vladar would require waivers to be assigned to Providence uh, next season, whereas uh Swayman would not, so that's certainly a uh, factor to consider there as well. But again, Neely said the elusive lefty they've been looking for that can chew up a lot of minutes, maybe play on the second pairing with Carlo, that would be more of a shutdown or some puck movement, some offensive blue line acumen. That is uh, the Bruins' biggest need in his estimation this offseason. Uh, I would add they probably yeah need some depth up front. And, you know, altogether, it could be a very busy offseason for the Boston Bruins, um, you know, and looking ahead, who knows whether these two guys will be at the uh, top of the management circle when it comes to doing the rebuild. Uh, if next season is a failure, I could see a, uh, a scenario where there are some changes to management, but that's looking a bit ahead for now. What they're going to do is try to give Bergeron and Marchand one more at least shot at a Stanley Cup in 2022. And that's very encouraging uh, from a fan standpoint. Um, darker days could be ahead for this franchise, but we don't need to go there uh, quite yet. Before I get to a couple mailbag questions to end this episode, uh, let's talk about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You can also get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including uh, NBA, NHL, UFC, over at betonline.ag. Before the next game begins, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. 
You can sign up for a free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Let's finish with a couple mailbag questions. And I did get a couple uh, on the same topic, and that was uh, David Krejci. I'll read um, a question here from Prabjot Baines on Instagram. Uh, Do you think Krejci will resign? I've heard rumblings that he wants to finish his career in the Czech Republic. He's 35 now, so if ever was the time, I think it would be now. I really loved him centering with Hall and Smith, and while they weren't effective in the last series, I feel it was just a matter of time before they really blew up, and I'm hoping it's next season. Would love what to know what you have to say about this, and I'm looking forward to the podcast. Keep up the great work. I really appreciate that. And I would say, yeah, I do think if Krejci does want to return, the Bruins will certainly make it work to fit him onto the roster for next season. A big part of it is his uh, decision whether or not he wants to go back home to the Czech Republic. He said last week that you know he wants his kids to learn the native language there. Uh, his parents uh, don't speak English, so it's difficult for them to communicate with his kids. He'd like to see them have a bit of a re- relationship with their grandparents. Um, so yeah, that could be a factor. Does he sign for one, two more years and then head home or does he do it now? Uh, that's the big question and it's kind of up to him at the moment, but I do think the Bruins would obviously like to re-sign Krejci, especially if they want to, uh, compete for the Stanley Cup next season. I would argue that he gives them, uh, you know, a better chance to win than promoting Coyle to the second line or trying to fit a new player into that role, especially the way that that second line did look so good uh, later in the regular season, in the first round, not as much in the second round, but um, I'd love to see a full season of Hall, Krejci, and Smith for sure. Another question comes from Scott Feldman on Instagram. What are your thoughts on making it good with Halak? Keeping him for cheap money next year seems less of a liability than shopping for a veteran while Tuca is out for surgery? Great question. I thought about that a lot last night, and it seems to me that Halak probably would be reluctant to come in with a scenario that you know he'd hold the fort for a little bit and then probably be uh, sidelined once Tuca Rask is healthy. Remember, uh, this year he went on the COVID list for quite a while when he came back. He effectively lost his backup job to Jeremy Swayman, and he was clearly not happy about that. So I'm not sure he'd put himself in a position to go through that again. Um, And he probably will look for uh, a more solid backup role, at the very least, elsewhere. Uh, I don't know if he's really, you know, in line for a starter's role somewhere else, but I would think he'd at least be looking for a platoon situation somewhere else and that isn't guaranteed here in Boston uh, by any means especially if Rask is re-signed and when he comes back later in the season and that's the same for anybody really if you're going to sign a veteran goalie to help uh, until Rask comes back they're probably going to have to acknowledge that 
they might not get a lot of playing time in the second half of the season. And, uh, you know, that could hinder some guys from wanting to sign with the Bruins to begin with. Thanks for those questions. I really do appreciate uh, you all sending those in. And we'll do that every Wednesday here on the uh, Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Let's um, just finish with a couple news and notes. Uh, Oscar Lindblom of the Flyers won the Masterton Trophy yesterday. Very well deserved and the right call. Obviously, he was able to make a return to hockey after a battle with cancer. And that's always, you know, just mind-blowing that, that that's even possible. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the New York Islanders on Tuesday evening uh, to tie that series at 1. Uh, stop me if you heard this before, but there were some questionable calls in that one against the Lightning and in favor of the Islanders. But, uh, you know, the Lightning were able to overcome that and uh, were able to take take uh, game two there game two of montreal vegas goes tonight at 9 p.m eastern uh, first game was very entertaining and uh be interesting to check that out once again and i think that's pretty much it for today um last night we continued watching part two of lupin on netflix it's a great show if you haven't checked that out and i'm super into this f1 series can't say enough about it almost done the first season and uh just uh, so good. Uh, I do highly recommend it. Probably try to check out Loki today, as well as the season finale of Handmaid's Tale. If uh, you know, you're know you looking for something else to watch other than hockey, that's what I'm watching these days. I hope you're all having a great week. Happy Wednesday. All downhill to the weekend now. We'll be back uh, tomorrow's podcast to talk about something Bruins related. And... Yeah, just continuing on here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Still pretty bummed that the Bruins aren't playing at the moment uh, and looking forward to a good offseason where they can add some pieces to give the leadership core at least one more kick at a Stanley Cup in 2022. How successful that will be remains to be seen, obviously, but at least they're going to uh, give it a go. <laughs> and we'll see how that works out for them. So please do hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. And uh, yeah, be back tomorrow. Have a good one, friends.